This is a comedy podcast. What's going on? I'm your host, James Hammond, and this is the yeah, this is the podcast all about jokes, stand-up comedy, uh, laughter. It's good. I mean, my whole the whole thing point of this thing is to, is to somehow elicit laughter from anyone out there listening, or myself even. If I make myself laugh, that counts. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's the whole point of it. As well, maybe I'll have something to bring to the stage next time I hit it up. I do have a couple shows coming up. Corner Comedy Club Wednesday, June first, eight p.m. show. I'm headlining that. Should be good. Come on out to that. It's gonna be a grand old time. <clears throat> um, what else do I got going on? Uh, yeah, well, who am I? I'm James Hammond, stand-up comedian, host of the show. Probably know that. If you listen, if not, uh, yeah, I'm a new dad, fairly new. Um, I do stand-up comedy uh, as well. That's pretty much it right now. I do a lot of tree propagation. If you're not familiar with tree propagation, it's when you take a branch of a tree and you snap it off and then you stick it into some dirt and you hope that it grows. It's a... Uh, it's worked. It's worked a bit. It's crazy. I tell people I'm doing it, and they're like, "You're a maniac. Why are you? Why are you sticking branches in the ground? You're. Uh, we should probably call the city. The city of Toronto needs to know about the trees you're sticking in the ground. But and they, it's like, you know, you're, one lady was like, "You're creating tripping hazards." Because I found this. There was all these trees that had fallen over after the storm, and you know, I take them, I stick them back in the ground, the fallen branches, and hope for the best, right? And a good way to spend time. And. Uh, yeah, this one lady saw it. She was like, you're creating tripping hazards. You're creating tripping hazards. Like, trust me, lady. If I was creating a tripping hazard, you know it, right? <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like a character from freaking Street Fighter when they get in the corner and they're doing that spin freaking sweep trip. All right? I'll trip you. If I want to trip you, I'm going to trip you. That's just how the game works, you know? Okay? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Maybelline. Whatever the hell your name is. You know, uh... <laughs> Yeah, what's going on in the world these days? I don't know, nothing. Let's do a little news, uh, checking with the news. Make sure everything's still just as distorted and twisted as possible. It's like we're heading to some kind of dystopian future. There's been, you know, another mass shooting. R.I.P. It's fucking horrible. Another one on top of another one. It's just, it's like daily. There's like, I saw this list online of um, mass shootings, right? It was literally longer than... It was longer than, like, probably... It was the longest thing I've read in a while, you know? And I do read books generally. I haven't read anything that great or even read anything. had time to read anything all too recently in the last couple months. But this thing was long. It was a long-ass list. It's just a list in alphabetical order of all the places there's been mass shootings, right? Like, fuck, what the hell's good? The States is, like, how fucked up of a country is it, Right? To go, okay, yeah, you know, people are just killing each other. It's, it's, it's just like it's ingrained into it. It's like part of the school system now. Are they teaching it or some shit? Like, why? Are, and if you get angry, make sure to bring a gun to school and uh, kill your classmates, right? It's like, no, it's, it's like, where are people getting this from? You know, just unresolved anger, you know, horniness, uh, bullying. Uh, it's like, no, it's just guns. Like, people, I don't know how many people just look at a gun and go, yeah, I'm going to kill somebody. Because I don't, like, not many, right? You got to... It's just a tool of your wrath, you know? So everyone's making this, again, once again, guns, guns, guns. We have to get rid of the guns. And I'm all, don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. I think guns should go. Get them gone. I don't fucking like them. They terrify me, you know? I see a cop with a gun. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy's got a gun, you know? And they're fun to use. If I mean, don't if I had a gun, I'd be using it all the time, just aiming it at trees and shit, you know, and shooting dumpsters. Like, the thing. Just to be fun, right? It's it's you, so you can't have them in the city. 
it's you know in Toronto some guy got shot and killed carrying a BB rifle in front of an elementary school. Yeah, Canada isn't fun. How is it that the Canadian police responded quicker and took the suspect down faster than people in Texas? That seems strange, doesn't it? That seems a little fucking strange. Like you'd figure. You know, school shootings. Or is this like, it's, it, or is it just like in this, in Canada, when you hear about someone with a gun in a school, it's like, holy crap, we got to do something. It, it's not part of the norm yet. Thank God. You know, it's, it's not so regular. Whereas in Texas, it's just like, okay, no, they get a call, like a kid has a gun at a school. It's like, okay. And uh, what seems to be the problem with the, uh, with this said uh, situation? This sounds normal to me. Sound, is he bringing it to, for show and tell to show it off? Is, uh, is that what he's doing? No, okay. Oh, it's loaded and he's shooting at T. Okay, fine. We'll send we'll, we'll send a couple people down, see what's going on. Some problem about a kid with, I don't know. It's just the 15th one we've had today, you know. It's just, is it it's just it's is it that point where it's just it, it, it honestly we, you get desensitized even in Canada to the amount of murdering that goes in the states. You just go, "Yeah, they're just crazy." You just go, "Oh yeah, they're, they're maniacs." You know, you're you're either like half like not even maniacs to to love guns so much and shit, but just maniacs to still like just see all the bloodshed and not be like, okay, we got to do something, you know? And I've suggested this before. I don't know if I've suggested it on the podcast, but I a hundred percent in my heart of hearts do believe that all the guns in every country should be given to like a team of old, old ladies, like 75 year old ladies, just plus, you know, sorry, my mom's 70 turning 75, 80 plus. Okay. You know, just, hello, how's it going? You know, and like, if you want to get a hold of a gun, you have to set a meeting up with these old ladies, right? Okay, I want to go hunting. All right, make sure to give us some of the turkey. You can't show Joey, thank you very much. You know, there's your shotgun, right? You know, you go and you're like, oh, my girlfriend just broke up with me. She's cheating on me. I want to shoot her. It's like, oh, no, don't shoot her. That'd be horrible. Just, uh, she was a bitch anyway, wasn't she, Sonny? Here, just have a sandwich. Have a nice, tasty sandwich. Instead, you don't want to shoot, you know? It's like, Grandma, Grandma's, a team of Grandma's, there's a freaking China's invading. <laughs> Trudeau's literally gotten surgery to look like a Chinaman, and he started speaking Chinese, and we all, we sing the Chinese national anthem now, which is, I don't understand. I just go ping pong ping at the beginning, because I don't speak Mandarin or any Chinese language, and it's tough, but uh, they force it on us, and... Uh, Oh, really? Okay, well, that sounds like a good reason for a gun. Here's an AK-47, some grenades, extra ammunition, and a, a sandwich. You know? <laughs> I think, yeah, this is, old ladies, they should control the fucking guns. For sure. Every country. Every country. All right? Because I think across the board, you're, or, like, once you get closer to death, you just appreciate life a bit more, maybe. You know? Like, once you get, you're, you're that old, you go, no, 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 we don't want to... Like, we don't want to end life. We want to keep it going. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, let's not be horrific <laughs> in our actions and just murder people. Oh, I don't know what's going on, though. Yeah, I'm just living in Toronto, man. New dad life. It's, um, it's pretty tough. You know, because you just, like, you see other parents and you just go, oh, man, some of these parents just, oh, wow. Not winning Parent of the Year award, you know? Definitely not. Like, okay, I don't know. I saw this uh, recently. Mom, and I'm at a playground. Mom at a playground. And uh, holy shit, I saw a gilf today. Oh my god, smoking hot Ukrainian mom. She was, or grandma. She was there with her grandson. And she was just like, yes, I'm from Ukraine. I'm like, oh my god, it's horrible what's going on in your country. If there's any way I can help you, let me know. You know? No, I, I didn't say it like that. But I was, I was like, it's, some, it's crazy what you guys, as a Canadian, I mean, if you need, ever need to... 
a shoulder to cry and you let me know. <sighs> no, I didn't do that. But um, it was, uh, yeah, I was talking to her a bit about the Ukraine situation. Horrible. But uh, yeah, wow. Just like probably 50 plus, but just, oh my Lord. Like she was fit. You know, it's just, and wearing baggy clothing too. Probably knowing that like pervs like me were around. Who knows, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, pervs like me, I'm a guy who like boobs and butts. Uh, perv. Um, yeah, I don't even know what's going on about that. Oh yeah, mom's at the park. Yeah, it's mom. She was, her kid, this poor kid comes up. He's going on a spinny thing. The mom's like, no, it's too fast, Justin. Get off, Justin. So Justin gets off, you know. He's like, oh, goes to go on the playground. No, you can't walk up that way. It's too dangerous. Take the other way. Take the other way. No, not that slide. That slide's too big. Okay, fine. Come on. No, we can't go on the swings. Okay. The kid starts crying, right? Because the mom literally stops him from doing every single thing. And the kid's like, oh, oh, oh. like, oh if you're going to cry, then we're going to go home. That's it. We're going home. And she takes the kid home. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Just wanted to throw one. I mean, if there is such thing as a righteous roundhouse kick, you know, I'm not a fan of violence upon anyone, but, you know, throwing a roundhouse kick in that situation seems at least like one close to her head where you're, you know, hey, and you spin, you you like, see, like, be nicer to your kid. You know, be nicer. Let your kid play. A roundhouse kick. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, school shootings, it's a problem. It's for sure an issue. Right? Like, that's why. You need to be able to fight. Like, they have to have sanctioned fights in school should happen, right? Because it's just, it's like, all right, have a ref, have kids go at it bare-knuckle style, you know, bet a little on it, whatever. It's okay. Just, you know, be, kids can be betting pizza slices and sour keys on, like, fight clubs. And it's, it would honestly save lives. If we promote, if gym class was just, like, fight class, all right, we're going to fight today in a safe environment. Here's your mouth guard. Uh, sign the waiver form in case anyone gets fucked up a bit too much, but we make sure it doesn't happen. You know, you got the best refs in there. All right, in this corner we have Stewie Stevenson versus Butch McGillister. Bully versus nerd. Let's see what happens. You know, dude, it'd be great, right? You settle all these beefs in gym, in school. Kids would be, yeah, it would be the best, all right? No more shootouts. It's like kids solve their problems with fists like they used to. Honestly, every time you'd fight someone back in the day, you'd end up being closer. You'd be your friend. Someone punches you, you kind of go, okay, I know that you're metal now. You know, I feel, okay, yeah. All right, nice. Nice one. Hey, right, try this on Versace. Bam, all right. Oh, okay, good one. You know, it's, just, it's good to know who you're talking with and who you're hanging with. You don't want to be with a crew of weak punchers, you know, in case all of a sudden, I don't know, the Australians invade. They're like, fuck it. Razor blades, we're coming for Canada. I don't know. That's a horrible... I got to warm up for my accents. Razor blade. I was eating a razor blade the other day, having a fast as you can. You know, um, so Australian, yeah, you know, they invade us and, you know, they come to fight and everyone's just weak knuckled, weak fist and start twisting their freaking knuckles and their elbows, throwing punches against the Aussies. It's, it's bad. Bad news. So it's good, to, it's good to have a little scuffles, some little fights here and there with your buddies and your boys and know where they stand, right? Also, you got to know who to protect, right? Oh, Duncan, he's a little weak. He's a weak guy. We got to help him out. Oh, yeah, Dunky. We got to help out old Dunky. He's a fucking puss. He's a puss wad. Like, my group of friends, we had, I had a buddy, Marshall. He was a great guy, good dude, funny guy, hilarious shit. But he just was like, wow. Like, you know those punching machines you'd have at the arcade where you'd, like, punch him? He honestly hit one once. He, like, lined it up so big, threw so hard, and he, like, just, it was, like, six. And normally went up to like hundreds. He got like six. 
It's hilarious. This guy had like the. <laughs> it was just funny, man. But he had that spazoid kind of energy, like a, a attack energy sometimes, kind of like myself. But you know, if he, when he snapped, it'd be a bit fearful. You'd be like, oh shit, this guy's gonna lose his mind on me, right? But uh, yeah, he it, the punch was just fun. It was just his like mechanics on it, you know. But then eventually, last time I one of the last times I saw him, he had a, a, a punching bag in his basement. And he actually had some better better form, you know, very swoopy. You know when people have those swoopy kind of punches where you just like they're arced coming at you so much you're like you see him coming right you see he's a ginger you can't help it you know he wasn't like in a different life if he was like a like a you know a gypsy kind of ginger like you know a roving alk you know a, a mad Scottish ginger he could pull some shit off but he was just kind of like your classical you know I like IT and computers kind of ginger dudes it makes sense it really does make sense. You know, but, uh, yeah, you gotta know, you gotta know who's the fight. Not to say we fought a whole lot, but, I mean, each other all the time. We just throw down, have some scuffs with the boys, old scuffs with the boys, you know. I remember we, back in the day, me and my buddies had this thing called, what was it, called Fight Club. It wasn't like a Fight Club Fight Club, but what we would we do, we, we would just, there'd be like three dudes hanging out at least, and two of them would just look at each other and go, Fight Club, and you'd hit knuckles, and then you'd team up on the third person unsuspectingly, pretty relentlessly, generally until the one person went down, and then the two people would run away as fast as they could, knowing that the person they had just mauled and ambushed was probably going to be really furious and have that, like, rage strength. You know when you just get so angry, nothing, like, you're just juggling dumpsters, you know, that kind of strength. You're literally just, like, tearing down redwood trees with your ears. Like, you could just attach a rope to a tree into your earlobe, and you're so strong at that point, you just pull it down. just cracks falls into a daycare you don't care you're running and you start stealing milk you're just that angry you know like that's the kind of stuff you know you're dealing with after that those kind of ambushes so that's how it would work sometimes with my with my buddy rick buddy adam i remember my buddy uh dima wanted to try it out one time dimsky he was like okay uh i want in on the fight club I'm like all right so we go to the golf course classic place to have fights at night just fun little scrums drinking with the boys and we start going out of body shots only, you know. And then, I mean, it's just kind of fun. He's hitting me a bit. Then all of a sudden, he clips me in the face. And I was like, that's when I get a little snappy. I just throw. I remember my dad told me when, throw, when you throw a punch, don't aim for where you want to hit. Aim like three feet behind it. That way, if you miss the initial part, you're still going to make some kind of impact. So I like aim like a body shot like 10 feet behind him. I'm like, oh, I'm aiming for the green. You know, we're here on the tee. I'm aiming for the green behind him. And I just throw an uppercut, pull him right into his solar plexus, that spot, that the sweet spot, you know, and he just cripples over. They oh! start counting one, two, three, four. We're all like waiting for him. He goes to get up, just collapses. Oh, couldn't breathe, man. Oh, man. He was down for a good 15. I don't know if we left him. No, we didn't leave him there. We helped him out, I think. I don't know. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. That's a pretty, it sounds like a shitty friend on my aspect, and we left him there. But, um,. I mean, come on, he was the one who called, and he did start throwing the face shots on my behalf, right? But me and him have scrapped so many times. What's another story about me and him? I remember, I remember once at a May 2-4 at a White Sands, a place called White Sands in Sobble Beach. Oh, it was great, good spot. If you ever want to go and just have a drunken, degenerate experience, go to White Sands. You know, I don't know if it's the same, but there was literally thousands of people in here. They had a huge truck with a ramp on it and DJs and like stripper and girls who were just camping turning into strippers pretty much which is pretty sweet you know good time and uh our buddy for some reason I don't know what was up but he literally was sleeping 
70% of the time. Like, he showed up and he just wanted... I don't know if he thought we were going camping, like, relaxed camping. Like, we're just going to chill in the woods, which is fun awesome, right? But no, he like, he literally like showed up, came out and partied a bit the first... Like, as soon as we got there, he set up a te- tent, slept. Woke up at, like, 8.30, you know? We're like, dude, like, he's, you know, he starts going. And then next day, he, he slept the entire afternoon up until, like, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. So, no, it was, like, maybe 2 o'clock, pretty early. But anyway, everyone's up already. And he already slept the entirety of the day before. So I'm like, all right, buddy, I'm going to freaking... He's in his tent. Someone suggests, oh, someone should go wake him up. And I think someone's like, someone should jump on his tent. Huh? Someone should give him a wake-up call. I'm like, yeah, here comes a rude awakening. And I just run up and I do like a belly flop jump onto his tent, right, with him in it. And then I, like, I, I start frazzling the tent. You know, you grab and you start frazzling, like moving it around. Just like turn it upside down on itself. And you just hear it from inside, like, Rah! he comes up like a freaking monster out of a lagoon. And I run, right? And I hide underneath a, like a, a bush somewhere. And he's just looking around. So long. He's just fuming so mad. He's cursing my name, cursing my name, cursing my name. Finally, I come out. And we just start going at it, right? Like, he's just on me. But I'm like, I was fairly strong at that time. I was doing a lot of push-ups and shit. So I was like holding him back. But he kept coming at me. I kept throwing him into I literally threw him down probably like 15, 20 times. I got to the point where I was like, man, this is scary. Like, I'm going to have to, like, I don't know what I'm going to have to do at some point. You know, when someone just keeps coming at you. And he got me too. He clipped me a couple times in the face. And I was like, buddy, what the fuck? He clipped me in the face. And I started throwing body shots on him again. And then. And we went down and kept getting up and down. And he was just so pissed. I was like, dude, the reason I jumped on your tent is because it was a sign of love, man. Like, I want you to come out and hang out. You know, I was like, sure. I, it got you all pissed off. and But you did come out of the tent. So I won, I guess, right? That's what I'm trying to say, you know, at the end of the day. So it's funny when, when buddies fight, you know, because we're still buddies at the end of the day. If he's in the military now, you know, took, taking his rage out on uh, civilians of foreign countries. No, I'm just joking around. Probably doesn't do that. Uh, but most likely does. Am I right, folks? The military. Jesus crumb. Scavenger hunts are strange, aren't they? Scavenger hunts. All right, kids. Let's gather in a park today and just take a look at a list of... I mean, they're fun. Don't get me wrong. I think they're fun. But they're also strange because it's like you assemble a bunch of kids in a park. You got a list of random kind of garbagey items. Like, all right, two pop tabs, one seagull feather... Uh, three homeless dudes' shoelaces. That's a tough one to find. But, you know, it's just it's a bunch of random stuff, and you go and you find it, and it's like, are you, like, training? Is this, like, a game, or are you just preparing kids for, like, life after the apocalypse, right? Like, oh, yeah, the apocalypse is for sure coming, and you're going to need to scavenge. Your scavenging skills are going to have to be really above par. You're going to have to be going, like, or below par if we're playing golf, right? You're going to have to be playing, like, minus three, eagle, you know, minus two. You're going to have to be... You're going to have to be hitting it pretty good, right? Maybe a plus one toss. But you've you're, you got to be playing some good good stuff there to be going that way. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. It's a, it's a scavenger hunt. You know, make sure to find this a whistle. And you got to find one dandelion. Okay, yeah, what else? you got to find a syringe. In Toronto, the scavenger hunts are more like that. Like, yeah, you can find a syringe, a bunch of uh, dirty cigarette butts, Use condom. Uh, what else are you going to find? You're going to find a bunch of pesticide sprayed lawns. Make sure to grab a sign from a pesticide sprayed lawn. Probably going to see like a sign like save the black barn maples or like, you know, our children play in this area. That's one you can get one of those on your scavenger hunt list. But yeah, what's the, it's just sca- the word scavenger too. It's just it's a, it's a lot of negative connotations around it. You know, 
Like when vultures are like lurking around the outside of the lines, everyone's like, oh, look at those scavengers. It's never like, oh, hey, look at those scavengers. Ah, so admirable. Their scavenging capabilities. They just, you know, they see someone else eating and they find a way to, to, to get a bit. It's pretty, it, it's very admirable. I think scavengers are pretty amazing, are they not? You know, no, it's never good. It's never like, you know, on your resume, it's going to say like, all right, great, customer service skills. Perfect. You got a nice college diploma. Okay, great. Awesome. It says you're great at scavenging. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good at scavenging. Dumpsters, alleyway corners. I lift boxes. I look in little nooks and crannies. You'd be. F I got a metal detector. You know, I go on beaches. That's like the. Detector. You're like a successful scavenger. You know, you've found enough gold doubloons. Or Krog Kroger ends. Coins. You know, and you've used it to buy a metal detector. Yeah. Guys are pretty funny too. They're kind of cocky. Every metal detector dude I've ever met has been pretty cocky. You know, like a sense of arrogance. Like, oh, where's your metal detector? Oh, you didn't have an extra seven hundred and fifty bucks on you to spend on a metal detector? No, I didn't. Oh, too bad. Sucks. It's a pretty nifty device here. What do you use it for? Oh yeah, I was finding metal stuff. Oh, can you find the metal rod that's jammed directly up your ass? You cocky prick. <laughs> like, come on. Honestly, that's fun though. I always wanted to get into it. You know. Because uh, I wanted to be one of those dudes. No, it's uh, <laughs> no, just because you're like you never know what you'll find. You know, you're, like digging for shit. Be like, cool man. Everyone's like, generally you just find like bottle caps and you know lighters and things. And you, know, you ever find anything? Oh yeah, I found some interesting things. <laughs> you ever find any dead bodies? I asked every metal detector guy. Most people are like, yeah, I found some bones. Right. This is we, we should just replace detectives on the police force with metal detector guys because i mean they're gonna solve more cases really i mean who knows that's a fair jump that's a pretty unfair jump in uh, logic you know some detectives i guess are just doing their job you know yeah fucking cops though good god it's like you know what i mean if there had to be a group of people ran over in a flea market one of those crazy incel dudes in a van like if it was a bunch of cops people would probably be a little bit less pissed off right It'd be sad, it'd be tragic, but it'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, was there any ethnic cops? No? All white? White cops? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little sad. One Asian cop? Okay, a little bit extra sad. Okay. Any gay cops? No, none? Okay, not that sad anymore. You know? That's <laughs> horribly tragic, I'm sorry. Sorry for making, it a, making up a completely concoct fabricated situation and then insulting the people I added into it. This is my reality I'm making here, okay? You know? You don't have to worry about it, okay? It's my reality, man. My reality. My reality. My reality, man. New show on Fox. My reality, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I was eating a watermelon just like now. Like, not right, but, like, you know, right before the podcast. My mouth is still flowing with the juices. Delicious watermelon-y goodness. It's dripping down the chinsicles. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it got me wondering. It was, like, no seeds. No seeds. I personally always love spitting those black watermelon seeds everywhere. Remember that? Just thing. It was great. And what's, like, the worst thing that happens? 
a watermelon grows? Who who hates watermelons that much that they had to get the seeds out? I'm like, yeah, no, no. I, I one grew in my back. I had a barbecue once and a bunch of watermelons grew in my backyard. For, it's like, well, did you eat them? Yeah, they were delicious watermelons, but there was just too many of them. I didn't know what to do. My And all my freezers filled with watermelons. My whole house, it was just nonstop watermelon. It ruined my life and my marriage. I hate them. You know, so I took this. It's Bill Gates, I guess. He took the seeds out of watermelons. You know, and it's like, why? You know, that's like being, that's like having a, I don't know, like a testicle without semen in it. You know what I mean? Like, you, like getting a vasectomy, a watermelon without seeds. Like, what's the point? Is this? It makes no sense to get a vasectomy, it, it, unless you've just been like, you know what? I'm completely unsuitable for uh, procreation, right? And you always hear everyone say, "Oh, but the world's overpopulated." You know, I just don't want to add to the. Why not? Okay, you know what else is fix? You know, yeah, people make a lot of problems in the world. You know what else fixes the problems? People, right? You know, maybe the, we need more selfless people who are choosing not to have kids to actually have kids, right? Be like, all right, you know, you're actually a nice person because you're like, you don't want to procreate because the world's overpopulated, you say, and you're you're trying to do a nice thing. It's like, we need more people like you around. You probably should have kids. Anyone who cares that much is probably a decent person. You know, let's get, start banging a bit more, you know, get ferocious with it. Throw some semen down into an oval, or an oval, into <laughs> an ovary, and fucking... Get a baby mixed, you know? Get a baby out the bowl, you know? Two eggs, one egg, one cup of semen, and it was baby nine months later. But yeah, you know, it's just like, honestly, I met, you, you, you rarely, you meet a lot of individual only children at the parks these days. Because I, I go to the parks with my kid, you know, not by myself. I mean, by myself sometimes, but generally not. Uh, not to meet kids, at least. Anyway, whatever. You know, you'll be with the, my kid. And, you know, these kids are just, you know, having a blast. You know, doing their thing. You know? But sometimes there's a really, really annoying kid. You know? And you... It sucks because I'll be eating watermelon and I'll have nothing to spit on. I'm like, what the fuck, man? How, how am I going to... Hit the bully on the playground. Because you can't beat up a bully on a playground, right? But you can spit watermelon seeds at him and his mom's not looking, right? Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there, Junior. Thing, no, I'm just, I wouldn't do that either. But you know, there was one kid, honestly, at the playground. He pushed some kid right off the top, right off the top. He was just running around, going like runs up to this girl, throws her in a chokehold. Right, just goes ah, and these parents are like, "Hey, what?" They're really like, they're like, "Okay, careful there." Then he lets go and runs off. I'm like, "Oh, crazy brother, right?" And then it turns out it wasn't the girl's brother. It was just some random stranger. Like, she's never going to hug anyone in her life after that. She was just like, oh, what happened? Why did he do that? It's like, oh, are you okay? She's like, I think I'll be okay. This kid's just like, ah, screaming, right? Like, what did he do? Like, just, you know, like, what, what, why? You know, the mom's just on a cell phone not paying attention. Like, I don't care, whatever. He's just, I bring him here to get it out of his system. It's like, yeah, your kid's murdering kids in the park, right? Maybe don't let him get that out. Keep, tell him to keep that in his system, all right? You know, do a different country for that, at least. Keep it out of Canada. You know, that's my morals. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Keep Murder's not good. But yeah, honestly, this kid runs up. And I don't see it, but I see the fall. I, look, I see his kid. Is, I thought he was jumping, but he falls on his ankle. He's like, oi! He's an Asian kid, right? That's the sound he made. Oi! Which is interesting. I noted it. Because I was like, that's different than Maya. I, I usually do like, ah, or like a fuck. But this was like, oi! It's pretty, like, brutal, right? But this noticed it. You know, we may all make different yells. When we fall and hurt ourselves, right? I swear a lot. White guys, we know, ah, fuck, shit, crap, dickhole. 
diarrhea. Pussy. You know, but no, this guy, it was, it was, I was like, what? I kind of was chuckling at first, but then I noticed what happened, and this kid is up top, and he was just like, and the dad ran over and made sure his kid was okay. His ankle was messed up. And, uh, you know, the dad went over to the, the mom, and the mom was just like, kind of, whatever it is, what it is. And I think, you know, scolding a little bit, but he was off running around in a second. So, you know, I just walked over to the kid and just stepped on his kneecap, snapped it. He was like, oh, Ooh, I'm like, yeah, it's a little different, isn't it? You know, and then, uh, you know, it's what I have to do when there's no watermelon to spit at kids. That's all I'm saying. You know, if we have some seeds in the watermelon, it's going to save some kids' kneecaps, right? So I ran off with my dad. No, I never did that. I would never break a child's kneecap <laughs> in that kind of setting, ever. You know, but um, I mean, I probably would, but let's not get into it. No, I wouldn't fight. Okay, you know what the thing is, though? Like, you, it's. It, remember in Terminator 2 when. They're storming into the Skynet factory, or main building, and John Connors tells the Terminator to stop killing people, and he starts popping their kneecaps. That's humane, you know? It's better just to pop someone's kneecap and actually kill them. So I'm just saying, you know? Good on him for... Good on me for just not, not, not killing the kid, right? I guess that's good. No, you can't kill you know, it's just because, like, kids have the chance of redemption, right? At what age do, you, do people go, you know what? There's no redemption for this person. They are far gone. There's no saving them. They're just too sick in the head. Time to a bed. Shock them with some cattle prods. Yeah, stick some electro electrodes on their balls and just, you know, see if that fixes them. At what point, how fucked up is a person where, the, like, the doctor's like, well, all we can do is just shock his brain until it gets better. Hopefully. You know, <laughs> just... Yeah, like why? You know? You try to diet? Oh, I guess he could have just taken less wheat. Maybe less wheat would have been better than shocking his brain with electricity. Yeah, I'm sure in mild doses is actually probably fairly good for you. A mild uh, electrical shock or dose of some kind. You know, it can't be that bad. I don't know. I feel like there's mice everywhere in my house. Just fucking, my kid eats food, drops it everywhere. My girlfriend is, stop cleaning! I don't know, no, no, she cleans, but like once a week really well. Then it's just me holding it down the rest of the time. So obviously it's messy as shit, because I can't do nothing. Fucking worse cleaner. I'm okay. I'm pretty good cleaner, you know? My opinion on my cleaning changes depending on how much crumbs I'm stepping on on the freaking floor. You know? Anyway, I don't know. Why did we start... Classifying sick people You know, like, what are you sick with? When did that happen? It used to be like you're dead or alive Or on your way to death That was it Hey, you're living? Yeah, you're living Oh, you're dead Dying Or dying, right? That was it Those three Living, dead, dying Okay I'm good with those All of those, those are all options, right? If you're living, you're living If you're dead, you're dead And if you're dying, you're dying Right? God, man, these people... I don't know. I mean, obviously, if a child is sick, you want to raise money for them, make sure they get all the help they need. But, like, come on. Like, some of us, it's... We got to just accept the fact that sometimes we're going to go. And that's for myself included. You know, I have to learn to accept that. It's tough, right? But we're... At some point, we die. And it's going to suck for the loved ones we leave behind. That's it. That's it. For us, it's going to be like, okay, let's time to ride this fucking wave. DMT for eternity. Or until you get reincarnated, or however it works. Who fucking knows, right? Anyway, it's just life, man.
Just life, brah. Braski, <laughs> just life, bro. Shaman, man. Shaman life. The shaman bros. I want to start a gang of shaman bros. It's just like bros who go around like, bro, bro, bro. But like, they're really wise shamans, dude. Yeah, man. You want some ayahuasca, some DMT, get in touch with your inner spirit guy, bro? Like, it's going to totally blow your mind, man. Yeah, then after that, we'll go grab some brewskis, put some GHB and some chicks drinks, and just, you know, have a great night, man. You know, no, I'm not that kind of shaman, broski. You know, that guy's kicked out. He's out. You know, but, uh, you know, bro, it's like, yo, bro, bro, let's go play some hockey, right? You know, because hockey's the meaning of life, bro. You know, you throw an elbow to someone's face, you got to watch out for the elbow next time. That's pretty much it. Meaning of life. Watch out for elbows. No, watch out. If you get hit once, watch out for the next hit, right? That's, that's it. You know, as well, don't, don't dance in front of traffic blindfolded you're asking to get hit by a car you know that's coming for me i've been hit by several cars in my life i can attest to that god i'm hungry man you know I'm fucking starving it's oat milk is not doing it for me oh let's see what's okay i got a thing of oat milk in front of me let's see what's in this okay um i'm just gonna do it's called this is called ingredients on the comedy podcast this is where i just read the ingredients of an oat milk container okay oat base which is what the fuck is oat base just a base of oats. The base, it's oh, I mean, it's a basically oats. Almost ba- oat base. It's not officially. If it was just oats, it would say oats, right? Oat base, filtered water, and oats. Okay, that's oat base, filtered water, and oats. Next. Okay, cane sugar. On board with that. Big fan of the cane. Buh, buh. Fuck that processed shit. Get that real cane sugar. Next, you got sunflower oil. Ooh, is it high Olmec? I don't know. What's with that high Olmec sunflower oil? Because, you know, a high Olmec, when I think of that, I think of like some South American god with a mask, you know, like, oh my, oh my, you know, like Olmec shit, right? But no, it's a kind of sunflower oil. Anyway, we got organic cacao powder. Is it cocoa or cacao? Cocao. That blew my mind when I realized cocoa and cacao are two different things. Two different things. My whole life. It's in my 20s. Actually, my kid is in my 30s. I'm like, yeah, I have some of that cacao. Nice, hot cacao powder. You know, I got some from the store, and it was like hot chocolate or hot cacao. I'm like, what's it? Like, same shit, whatever. That's ridiculous. Cacao. I'm like, I'll try the cacao. And I got it. It was good. It was decent. But um, not cocoa. Different. All right, what else we got? Sea salt. Leave the salt in the sea. I'm sick of it. You know, the sea's done nothing but give us fish and other good food, calamari. And we're, we do nothing but take the salt from it. Fuck off, okay? Whoever's doing that. Oh, he's going to take the salt out of the sea. No, just have better taste buds, you know? Smoke less meth. Okay, what else? This always gets me on anything. Natural flavor. You've heard of flavor? This is natural flavor. Oh, natural flavor. So where does it come from? Oh, just nature. The flavor of nature. So it could be what? Like tree bark? Yeah, could be. Grass? Yeah, grass, yeah. You know what else is nature? You know when you're walking down an alleyway and you see like a an egg of a dead pigeon and there's like an embryo crushed up in it. That's nature. That could be natural flavoring. Oh, what else do we have? You know that stuff you pull out of your eavesdrop, those rotten leaves? That's all natural. This like, what is natural flavor? What the fuck? You know, it honestly, it's, it's, that's fucked up. Someone's got to look into that. Okay. Gel and gum, locust bean gum, locust, my rap name. Hell yeah. Locust bean gum, the locust bean. Yeah. Amelie's vitamins and minerals. Shacks semen. What? No, I didn't say that. Uh, phosphate, calcium carbonate, vitamin A, paltamate, vitamin B2, riboflavin, vitamin B12, zinc. Contains oats. Thank God. 
I had to have that on that. And no, no, don't worry. There's after all that. It's like, no, it does contain oats, actually. Don't worry. And do we need riboflavin? What do we need riboflavin for? Calcium, I get it. Good. Iron, yeah. What up? Potassium, yeah, we need that. Vitamin A, D, boom, B, yeah. Zinc, sure, but riboflavin. Never, ever heard, had a doctor tell me I have a severe shortage of riboflavin. Hey, yeah, I'm feeling a little fatigued, doc. What should I do about it? You know, you really just don't get enough riboflavin in your diet. You got to try it. Riboflavin, where do I get it from? Um, uh, next patient, please. Get the hell out of my office. Go find some riboflavin. You know, what is... Just end up eating ribs? I guess the closest thing I could find. I had ri- ribo... I was like, I'm eating ribs. Screw it. And funny enough, there's a shit ton of riboflavin in ribs. Am I right, folks? Oh, the crowd goes insane. They start setting themselves on fire, yelling my name. James, 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 James. Oh, they're masturbating too. Why are they doing this? No one knows. Who invited the insane asylum to the comedy show? Wow, what an ending to a... What an ending to the podcast. You know, this has been a fun time, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you, hopefully you had a laugh. Make sure to come check me out at the Corner Comedy Club, 8 p.m., on Wednesday, June 1st, that's the Corner Comedy Club, downtown Toronto. Check out the site. Get some tickets online beforehand. It's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah, so it might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment. It's the Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond. Ribo Flavin.